0: Hey, the guru is alongside us, Gary
1: Birkinshaw. Great to see you, mate. Welcome back. Yeah, good day, uh, Steve. Good day, Butch. Great to be back. Uh, been, been away for, for a couple of weeks, but uh, fantastic. It's a uh, bit of a cooler day here, but it's a fantastic. Have such a, a fantastic tournament, a hockey tournament here. A lot of people on the coast and. Um, yeah, you know, look, you had to park. You personally had to park outside the central coast to get here, but uh, <laughs> but no, they look fantastic. And then the kids are out here enjoying themselves, which is which is really good to see.
0: Yeah, we love these types of carnivals as athletes. Uh, do you remember playing thirteens level?
2: No, I do not. No, I, I just played local footy. I, I only played. I didn't play any rep football till I was sixteen, uh, and then things just uh, went very quickly for me after that. But. Yeah, it was never any of the rep stuff. It was a little bit of the junior development programs and stuff like that, but never any of these big rep uh, rep, uh, tournaments like this. Uh, What,
1: what, What about you, Guru? Yeah, no. Look, I've I played in a few of these mainly football carnivals. I've been to, and I, I went to actually um, Yankowag High School, which is a strong rugby league school. So we used to go on a, a boarding school. there Every Saturday in winter, we'd go to a, a carnival, whether it be E or or went up to um, to Forbes or something like that. So it was, it was really good for the school. So we experienced a lot of these carnivals going through the through the. Um, through the, the years. and Unfortunately, a lot of those carnivals no longer exist. Mm. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I would go away with the Gold Coast AFL team. I actually, you know, represented the Gold Coast
0: in quite a few sports. But <laughs> AF-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go through <laughs> them? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: we've got another hour of the <laughs> show to kill. I said that just for our mate, the narc, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bluey, yeah. Bluey yeah. who might be listening. He'll he a message. Speaking of, speaking of listeners on the McDonald Jones Homes Open line, uh, I've got a message here. Hey, Velvet Fog. It's the Badger, Mick Morley, <laughs> listening all the way up in the Pilbara in WA, with your old mate Trent Morley, uh, former New South Wales uh, 2K Beach Sprint champion. Oh, Trent Morley, uh, aka the Ball Badger, your number one fan. So we're live in the Pilbara on this Saturday morning.
2: What? I didn't know the Mariners are playing up there. He normally just jumps <laughs> on some sort of junket. What's he? He hasn't surely he hasn't paid his way up there. No,
0: nah, oh, no, nah, right. that's a uh, his, uh, his son, Bones, has been over there for a couple of years gotcha. and started a family in the West. There so. you go.
1: Okay. And I hope, Stu, I hope the 2K, I hope that's a, a classification. Not because a 2K, yeah, 2K not 2 K I got 2K out mood. That's not a sprint to me. No, no, no. Yeah. Especially on the beach. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing you. Well, yeah.
0: when, when you think they're probably doing <laughs> sub-eight minutes on the soft sand, oh, uh, dear, it, oh, it is oh, a sprint. Oh, God. Hey, yeah. we'll, we'll talk some <laughs> AFL after the uh, 10 o'clock news because last night, St Kilda just absolutely woeful. Like, you know, they got a chance to play finals footy. Uh, the Western Bulldogs winners 84 84-56. The last quarter flattered St Kilda. They kicked a couple of late goals, but boy, oh boy. Western Bulldogs, they'll probably miss the finals too, even though they're on the fringe. They've got Melbourne, followed by the Cats, top of the table side, followed by Frios. So they're going to really struggle. But, gee, St Kilda, with everything on the line, couldn't deliver. I don't know about you guys, but last night, I was after watching the NRL and the AFL, I flicked over to the surfing. Ethan Ewing has won Jefferies Bay, so from Stradbroke Island in Queensland. What a win! It was an all Aussie final against Jack Robinson. Absolutely incredible.
1: His first win on the tour. Yeah, big week for surfing for, for Australia, especially for the Central Coast for the women. Uh, early last weekend, so great great week for the surfers. Yeah,
0: well, that was Molly Picklam up against Macy Callahan, Callum. and mm. Molly wins in like the last minute by zero point two. But well done to Ethan Ewing. What a what a great surfer and what a contest to win, Jeffreys Bay. Then Wait, sorry,
2: can I ask you, Steve, where does that put Molly in the...
0: Uh oh, so she's on the, the Challenger Series. Yeah, right, okay. And I think she's got to finish top five. She's now ranked number two yeah. uh, behind, I think, Caitlin Simmers. She's got to finish top five, and Macy's also in the top five, so that will get them back onto the World Tour. tour. Okay. Uh, then I flicked over to the golf and watching Cameron Smith. So he starts with three birdies to start his round at the 150th British Open. And in the end, Guru, you probably watch more than me, but he's gone on to uh, finish. Is it? Is at
1: 13-under on okay. top of the leaderboard. He had an 8-under at the old course. Shot 8-under. Uh, six birdies in that. Had an eagle as well. No bogeys, which is a fantastic effort. And Sorry, did you say
2: he's at 13 under?
1: 13 under. After two rounds? Yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Adam Scott shot a 65. Yeah, 7 under. He was very... He was, um, so he started the day even past. So on the cut line, and he's actually shot 7 under. And uh, actually, if you look through the leaderboard, all the, all the big names, they, they shot low, low today. So, so Burke, you were
2: talking just off air about how technology has taken over a lot of the golf courses these days because... You know, they're just driving so far now. They're hitting, you know, players are hitting, what, 300, 320 yards quite comfortably.
1: Yeah, well, and that, it's a shame for St Andrews. It's 400-year-olds, and it is actually the, you know, it's it's the, the, home, the home, home of golf. golfing. Yeah, yeah. And, and just on that course, though, there'd be half a dozen par fours that are drivable by these players. And some of them, we're not talking using drivers. Some of them are using 3 wood yeah, to, to but, drive it, and that's just so, so putting for eagles. And but,
2: so, oh, I'm assuming it was very calm.
1: Uh, it rained early, so there was yep. misty rain early. Um, but, um, yeah, it was pretty calm. It got a bit windy. It needs the wind to blow. Correct. But if the wind
2: blows, th- then it's a completely different
1: course. Uh, they described w- the fairways as being quicker than the greens. Yeah, well, OK. Minwoo Lee made a
0: move. Yep. Uh, 69, so 6 under. Is Lucas Herbert? Yeah, he shot four under
1: today. I think he's six under, so yeah. he's up near the near the top of the leaderboard as well.
0: And I was trying to keep an eye on uh, the Central Coast, uh, Dimi Papadatos, yes. play, playing in the Open for the first time ever. He's now
1: shot two over t- two over today, so he's seven over. So he missed the cut. Yeah, oh, right. I, w-
0: I was kind of watching because he didn't show up on the coverage. I was showing a lot of Tiger, who finished behind Dimi Papadatos, yep. and you know Tiger clearly uh, injured. Did
1: you watch Tiger go down the 18th? Yeah, that, that, that was. That was so um, inspirational, and you know, you, you read twitters from Max Homer and, and Matt Fitzpatrick who played with him and said it was just. It, it was Max Homer described it like he was in a movie. Just when I mean, he walked down there, just the ovation that Tiger Woods got, um, he said it was. Yeah, you know, he had tears in his eyes as he was going there, yeah. and so yeah. some of the shots he played. What about the one out of the bunker? And you know, he's got a got a birdie putt out yeah. of the
0: bunker. Dimi Papadados, you've got to be proud of his effort. Like I was watching the live scoring, and he was on five over for quite a while and I thought if he could pick up a birdie somewhere and just climb the leaderboard but he'll learn so much from that experience and yeah, you know, he had a double bogey but then he held so it could have blown out even more I think you've
1: got to be proud of that effort for your first Open Oh especially right and, and look and, and dimmy would be the first to say he's not playing his best golf at the moment it's been mm. a little while since he's actually played he really suffered from COVID because just before the pandemic he was probably playing his best golf on the European Tour of that COVID's um European tours virtually stopped. He can't travel anymore, so I think his golf suffered a little bit. But by playing in this tournament here, gives him, you know, I'm now I can compete with the best in the world, yep. and should give him that little bit of a, a kickstart to, to finish the season off well, um, and and you know, and hopefully get something out of the rest of the year. Hey, Burko, I want to ask you
0: about the AFL before we go to the news. So, uh, Frio up against Sydney, absolute blockbuster uh, tonight, seven thirty. Sydney, they're a great team. They bounced back last week after a you know, disappointing loss against the Bombers. A lot of talk around Buddy.
1: I'm sure you've heard this too, buttes, Are uh, Sydney lowballing him? Does Buddy sign? What happens? Buddy signs. There's no, there's no doubt at all about that. Buddy's, Buddy's going nowhere. They didn't... Um, you know, they're, they're just, there's just contract argy-bargy. Okay, That's can all can I they're
2: ask good. you low lowballing? Yeah. Have we got a figure on what that lowball number is?
1: Oh, well, the, the figure being reported in the media is 500,000. Hey, you
2: know what? I will tell you right now, if Buddy Franklin can find a job where he can earn five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> out of playing football, then you know what—he shouldn't take it. But I'm telling you right now, for what he's done for the game in Sydney, right? He's not worth that million dollars anymore. No. But and he, you know hey, what—he hey, des- hey. no, hey. no, he deserved everything he got for that eight, nine, ten-year whatever that contract yeah. term was, right? Yeah. And I'm comfortable with that, no problem at all. But you can't expect, and I don't think he does, to be honest with you to still yeah. be on that money anymore.
1: Exactly. So the interesting point is...
0: Uh, hold up, hold yes. up Burke. Was that your rant for the morning?
2: Oh, I could rant again if you want yeah. about something else. Yeah? yeah. What,
1: have, <laughs> yeah. What, have, what have you got? I don't know. I'll come up with something. All right, but, but I thought that... If, so if the Swans want to win a premiership while Buddy's there, Buddy can't take $800,000 a year. No. Because they're going to need that $300,000 to retain the, some of the young players they've got or to improve their list of they Because they are... They are they're there, but they're not there. If you know what I mean, they're not. Yep. In, they're not a premiership site, at the moment, but they're not far off. But if you're spending eight hundred thousand dollars on a thirty-six-year-old footballer, hey, you're not doing that. You need. You need to retain the players <laughs> who are going to. Do, to, to do, you, do you know what,
0: Butes? No one in their lifetime, in their career, wants to take a, a wage cut, do they? And, oh. and you know that's where uh, ego starts to come into it. Uh, well, when, you, when you talk about five hundred thousand. Like, let's not forget that how many people have gone to see the Swans just so they can see Buddy?
2: Look, there was 40-odd thousand at that game where he kicked a 1,000 goals, and they were just on the field. Now, there's no doubt he's earned his keep there.
0: You you could put a financial – there'd be a company, I think it might be Quantium, where they can do the data on what Buddy's worth to the team. Yeah, but there's a difference
1: now, though, Steve, between what they're worth to the club – and fitting that in a salary oh, cap. I understand. What, what it's going I to get him on field they're, across they're the pre- whole quad. Their
0: premiership window is open. Correct. Oh, well. And well you know what?
2: There's no other club that's going to pay him more than that anyway. Right? Because they're not yeah. going to get him there for a season or two seasons because he's not going to have the impact there. He's there. He's entrenched. You either take it or, mate, you might have to hang up the boots.
0: Yeah. What, what were you going to say about the wage cut?
2: No, no one wants to take a wage cut, but you also need to be realistic to accept that I'm not 25 anymore. I'm 36. Right, I'm at the back end of my career. Okay. So anything I can get is a bonus now.
1: Okay, who wins, Freo and Sydney? Um, uh, I reckon Sydney will beat Freo, because I reckon, because Sydney beat the top side, but they'll get beat, they'll lose to yeah. the Essendons, they'll lose yeah. to that, but they... They're a very very good side against adversity, being the top. In saying that they freeo up playing very very good football. Yeah. So they're
2: the reverse of St Kilda.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Giants at home against the Brisbane Lions. Um, The, Gi- the Giants are a big chance here. But they're, they're mixing their form. They're out of finals contention. So uh, Mark McVeigh, we all know Spike there. He's got them playing a bit of a different brand. But the Lions are very gettable at the moment. They had seven out with uh, the, the COVID last week. They're very very gettable at the moment. It's such a
0: shame to see the famous Shimboners, North Melbourne. Uh, you know, such a disappointing year for them. They'll get smashed by Richmond, your team. Uh, this is intriguing. Carlton up against the Cats. You back the Cats, but Carlton, yeah. they're a good footy side as well. Tell you
1: what, Carlton are nearly the, the watchable side at the moment. They're, they're playing really, really good football. But you think Geelong are just playing Geelong. And Geelong's home, home and away form is probably the best out of anyone over the last multiple number of years but while they're not hot favourites to win the copies because their finals records so poor but I think the Cats will get the job done tonight.
0: Yeah and that two pronged attack you know if Jeremy Cameron's not on fire then the Tomahawk uh, Tommy yeah. Hawkins is. We need to go to the news. We'll come back we'll talk some rugby in a moment. This young guy's loving it. Loving it. Let's give him some air time. What's your name young fella? Oh no no. no, he's, no, he's, no he's he slapped the media band on himself. Yeah, he, yeah. He's I, cracking up laughing in front of us. Well
2: he's one of the big gun players for Newcastle and he's just put a media band on him himself. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not what, saying anything. What What he's saying is,
1: get your people to speak to my people, and then we'll we'll talk.
0: Hey, uh, Roosters-Dragons on the Central Coast. So Roosters in 10th place. Uncharacteristic to be outside the 8 for Trent Robinson's team. Uh, And they take on uh, the Dragons. St. George-Illawarra sitting... I mean, so it's a critical game for both teams. Roosters on 16 points. Dragons on 18. Sea Eagles are inside the 8 on 18. Uh, the other team that's sliding a little at the moment is the Broncos, but how do you see the Roosters-Dragons?
2: Uh, look, I've tipped the Roosters. I think they can get the job done. Uh, obviously, it's all based on whether you know Teddy backs up and how he does back up. One thing I do know about him is if he's playing, he'll give 110%. There is no doubt about that. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good contest, and I'm looking forward to it, Steve, because I get the opportunity to work with uh, the great Jimmy Smith from SEN and uh, co-commentate with him, which I'm really looking forward to.
0: Yeah, now, this is this your first time in the first
2: box? First time in the box, as in, yeah, in a long, long time. I did a bit of work with Hawksby Radio 18 years ago. But <laughs> um, but I've been doing my apprenticeship at uh, on the Central Coast with uh, a great... Uh, caller himself, as in Steve Allen. And uh, I just feel that I'm ready now. I'm not ready to move on from Saturdays on the Coast. Don't don't (laughs) get me wrong. But uh, there... Apparently there is... uh
0: well, congrats, I, I, well, congratulations, yeah, mate. Thanks, you buddy. will absolutely nail it. I really look forward to your insight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Well, I hope I've got some. <laughs> well, hopefully more insight than you've got uh, on a Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it is early here. At least yeah. I can go home now and do a little bit of research.
0: Maybe you're not a morning man.
2: No, perhaps, perhaps. Many <laughs> have said that.
0: Yeah, good on you, mate. Congratulations. So you're on the air for about five hours later on today.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a long day. Two o'clock to uh, Three and a half hours, 2 o'clock to 5.30. I'm really looking forward to it. Jimmy's obviously uh, a great commentator and knows his stuff. so um, It'll be good. I spoke to him during the week, uh, what the expectations were. Uh, he said none, so that suited me right down to the ground.
1: Hey, uh, Burgo, anything else that caught your eye? Uh, no, look, obviously, we had Wimbledon final last uh, last Sunday. Nick Kyrgios uh, went down to Novak Djokovic, who's arguably one of the greatest players that, that we've yep. ever seen, if not the greatest. And I don't think Kyrgios could have played much better than what he actually did, but... Now, Djokovic certainly did it better for longer and obviously the Tour de France, Australia had, had some good results in the mm-hmm. in the uh, stages of the, of the Tour de France so, you know, Australia's still continuing to do very well on the world stage
0: Yeah, and the one for me that we haven't spoken a whole lot about is uh, the Jai attire win Uh against, wow. against Myra's yeah. Buridis just absolutely incredible so tough One wow.
2: tough. tough hombre right there you've got a broken, broken jaw, jaw in the second round Then something happens in the seventh, I think it was, where the other side gets fractured. Like, seriously, mate. And
0: and to see his emotion afterwards, that what he'd achieved, that it's sunk in. So congratulations to Jai and his dad, Tap, and hopefully we'll get them on the show. The other one was Max Purcell and Matt Mm. Emden. So Max Purcell is a Central Coast boy from this area. I think he played tennis at Wyong. He wins the doubles at Wimbledon. Absolutely incredible. So that's a highlight.